give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Hey everybody, welcome to Metallicast. Welcome home quarantine number five. This is the fifth hashtag Metallica Monday in a row where we are doing our little kickoff here. Uh, we got some Metallica trivia coming your way later. Um, currently with me is the former champion, the second ever Metallica trivium, trivium I said. <laughs> I guess I've been listening <laughs> to that album a lot. Um, <laughs> Metallica trivia champion, Ralph Savetto. For those of you who uh, will be tuning in, please join us in the live chat. Uh, so if you're watching live, join us in the live chat. Interact with the show. We just went live. I'm joined uh, by Ralph. Again, the former champion. We're awaiting the current champion for the epic, epic rematch. And... Uh, a lot going on this uh, last week. In addition to the live stream, on Friday we had the first ever Metallicast Netflix party. Uh, yeah, which was fun. Was a it was a fun <laughs> crew, Ralph, and your wife. You were part of it, and uh, Ralph, uh, if I may, put you on the spot. Finished a bottle of blackened. I so, uh, most definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> We played and a I drinking think it game me after a while. <laughs> we played a drinking game and had a really uh, uh, well ridiculous rules. If you are watching the dirt, like every time you see a <laughs> bottle of Jack Daniels, you have to drink, which is basically every other scene, um, yeah. among many other quality rules. And uh, I, I would say at about halfway through the movie, you had already finished your bottle of blackened. <laughs> <laughs> I had to switch over to fake white claw or whatever it was <laughs> which, which i then had to wash down with uh a monster after because i do not like the taste of those things i i'm i am with you 100 percent um <laughs> i'm not a big seltzer drinker and i'm definitely not a big hard seltzer drinker um yeah i see mike in the chat for those of you watching join us in the live chat interact with the show we're waiting on the current trivia champion he was just tweeting about his crab cake so i'm gonna yell at him about uh, <laughs> eating dinner and being late for the show um i'm sure he'll be here soon if not then guess what rob you forfeit that's what you're telling me right now <laughs> so um ralph's laughing at you um <laughs> so i think we should do another netflix party down the road maybe in a sure. next month or in a couple months it was a fun crew uh it, and uh, I'm not going to lie. I think I woke up the next morning a little bit buzzed still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a cool show tonight. Um, it's a unique one. It's uh, Metallica live at the House of Vans in London from 2016. In fact, I believe it was uh, played the day the that Hardwired came out. Um, so this was... Oh, and you have it right there on vinyl. I do have the album. There it is. Yeah. 
It did come out on album. So it's sort of a uh, an interesting sh- uh, show for them to come out with um, because it was released. Oh, Rob's here. Hey, Rob. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. I've been, I've been sitting here looking at myself and, you know, moving Eating your fucking crap. Right. Right. Yeah, I realize I did I saw no, that in We're well. How about good. you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. As, as uh, Ralph saw on Twitter, I don't know if you did. I uh, went to my favorite place, Costas Inn. Got a yeah, I was just yelling at you about it. You were yeah. eating fucking crab cakes, and now you're late for the show. Have you guys ever had a Maryland crab cake? Uh, I don't think I've had a proper Maryland crab cake. So I mean, I if you get it in Maryland, then you probably didn't have a proper one. Yeah. I live in Texas. I've been in the Maryland. I live in I've Texas. Been in Maryland. For a while, like like Houston or whatever. We went to Galveston one day and uh, they had this, you know, seafood restaurant there and they had Maryland crab cakes as an appetizer. Man, right. I, was, I was like, what the fuck? These are terrible, man. They were like, just, <laughs> you know, you know, thing well, it's there. like, it, I'm from New England, so it's like getting seafood yeah, now, I'm a big fan of the New England clam chowder for sure. Um, oh yeah, you, know, I, I, I yeah, like you have to be Rob. Otherwise, I'd kick you out of here. I've had many experiences with the with the mass holes, man. I uh, some of my college buddies live and uh, you know, like around the Boston area and stuff. So the the last um, Ravens Patriots AFC Championship, the second one, the one we won, um, one of my college friends took me to that. I don't remember but, that one. Yeah, there's a really good there's a really good there's a YouTube video of me. I haven't put it out for a while, but it's there. Like I was taping like fans coming in and talking a bunch of shit and stuff. Like it's it's pretty classic stuff. I think you'll think you'll dig it. Right right there in Foxborough, man, right over like the concourses and stuff. So that was pretty cool. Mike says Brandy has had crabs though. You would know, Mike. You would know. Yeah. And um, good too. So um and one more thing. Have you got do you guys know what an orange crush is? That's like a soda? Of, no, 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 not not the soda. Not the soda. <laughs> so, an orange crush originated in um, Ocean City, Maryland. You know, basically yeah. like, you know, beach area, Maryland. So it's like uh, like freshly squeezed orange juice, vodka, triple sec, and like a little like splash of Sprite. Like, and they made there, there's a bunch of different kinds of them, but orange was kind of the first one. So the idea is like some kind of like freshly squeezed fruit. You know, they'll make them with like watermelon, blueberries, all this stuff, and that's kind of a right. big thing here. So. Um, that's pretty pretty popular drink in this area. So, cheers, All everybody! Right. You want me over? Cheers! Yeah. I will. Uh, I will come to Maryland. You can't see my drink. I don't think in the camera. Where, where, where are you um, in New England? Just out of curiosity, before we start. Well, I'm originally from New Hampshire, and uh, I was born in Mass. Yeah, I was born in Mass. I grew up in uh, Salem, New Hampshire, and okay. now I live uh, in Connecticut. But I'm on the I'm on I'm the I'm on the New York City side of Connecticut. Connecticut sports fans are funny, man. Like uh, one of my best college friends is from there, and he's like a he's like a Rangers, Red Sox, Giants fan. And then yeah. like this one night, I met a friend, got in a bar, told him that, and he he's like, "Well, I'm a I'm a Jets, you know, Bruins, Mets fan, or something like that." Like I was like, "Okay, it's, whatever." It's the to give you an example. There's a a bar in the city I live in, and they sell. Um, Bar T-shirts that are Jets themed, Giants themed, and Patriots themed. So, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, before you joined, Rob, we were talking about uh, the show tonight live at the House of Vans. Uh, we were just going to get started talking about the set list a little bit. Uh, 
this was a unique show. I was saying that, um, you know, it's a club show. Uh, was the kickoff basically for the release of Hardwired to Self Destruct back in November of 2016. Um, yeah. A little bit of a shorter set for Metallica. It's like just under two hours. I think it's about like an hour 45. But some really, it's a solid set. Um, you know, the, some of the usual show up, but you definitely have some surprises. For example, uh, it opens up with uh, Bread Fan, which is a great, great, great. Um, rare opener you know that's an old school like opener. The, the, the later part of the black tour i went to that twice so we're talking like summer of 94 um they opened with that um some racetrack in the middle of pennsylvania i have no freaking clue where it is um yeah and then they played at uh meriwether post pavilion which is in columbia and that's kind of like halfway between baltimore and dc and um that was actually the very day after they played Woodstock 94. Like they played yeah. Woodstock 94 and that was like Saturday. And I saw them the very next day after that. So that was the one they were supposed to, uh, Alice Chains was supposed to open for them, but it wound up being killed. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Was it Days yeah, of the News or something like that? No, I, I think it was Suicidal Tendencies <laughs> and Candlebox and Metallica. Okay. I, I remember correctly. My prevailing memory, days, I, days I remember days. that one not like being like the greatest show I've ever seen. I mean, they're always good, but my prevailing memory of that was when Candlebox played, it was raining, and uh, they uh, when they started playing Far Behind, they said the song's dedicated to Kurt Cobain, and like this huge fucking rainbow appeared in the sky, man. Like, right in the middle of the song, you know, and everybody's sitting there like, oh, wow. Like, you know, like, it was just one of those one of those moments, you know, or right, know, yeah. there was something a little bigger than you there, you know? It's always yeah. uh, cool to see one of those moments. Um, great, but great opener for the show tonight. One, two, three punch of bread fan, four horsemen battery. Um, the, you know, they're pulling out a few of a uh, few hardwired songs at the time were newer. Now they've sort of become live standards for the Atlas rise. You have moth into flame. You have hardwired. Uh, you have whiskey in the jar and the encore. That's kind of a cool little one that you only see once in a while. Um, Definitely. So yeah, it's a pretty solid set. Um, I think it'll be a lot of fun to see it, especially since it's in the club setting. I've seen, I've, I've not seen the full show. I know it's been out there. Um, I've definitely seen clips here or there. Um, but yeah, it should be solid. Uh, thank you to those of you who are tuning in. Please join the chat. Uh, so Mike's not the only one talking to himself right now. It's still with like Dave Mustaine or, you know, Cliff Burton's first show from Cliff Mall. Yeah. Like that. So, you know, they got past the small clubs, you know, pretty quickly. Uh, years, so. Yeah, 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 for sure. So it's always cool when they go back to that era of uh, – doing those smaller gigs. We have a lot to get through, so I want to keep on going. Um, uh, have, did you guys hear Black in 2020? That came out Friday. That was yeah. a really cool surprise for everybody. What did you guys think of it? That was awesome. Yeah, awesome. I thought it was Absolutely awesome, awesome, man. I, like, I, I never that, – that's just a song I never could have really envisioned them doing, like, an acoustic version of, you know what I mean? I was just like – Right. I really – like came out with this. You know, there's some songs that, you know, are maybe a little more rock and you see, well, like I see how they could get out the acoustics and do that. But that's, you know, that's one of the, duh, 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 you know, like I just never really kind of pictured like it, it's one of the, yeah. I mean, except for like kind of the part in the middle where 
it slows down like a little bit. That's one of those kind of like no chill yeah. but for them to do that. It's, it was pretty cool. Yeah. I thought it was a really cool arrangement. I agree. It's a funky number to kind of try to pull off and do acoustically, but um, it was solid. And uh, Eric says days of the new, I think was 90 or 97. That was a good show. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that the acoustic yeah. uh, quarantine yeah, um, songs um, become more of a regular thing. I'm generally more of, you know, I, and I'm not saying I don't like the 100 miles an hour, you know, whiplash kind of stuff, but, you know, I'm generally more of a fan of the kind of light and dark, you know, the songs with like, like Master of Puppets is my favorite song for sure, where, you know, it's yeah. kind of slow and fast or Made to Black with the Kutsuk intro that, you know, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, you know, Kingdom Come kind of stuff, you know what I mean? So to, right. to hear them do a song, you know, that one just like, and, and, you know, kind of present that in a whole entirely different way it was pretty freaking awesome i thought so yeah totally uh they do they're really good at presenting those songs and rearranging them that make them um better for the acoustic thing like i i've heard megadeth acoustic and it's rough man. i mean besides the <laughs> or the acoustic guitars yeah. they don't do anything to change the arrangements it's just like they'll right. play uh skin of my teeth acoustic it's just bam bam on acoustic guitar, it's like, come on, change. It, it, there's certain songs that you have to rearrange to so it translates better, you know. And Hetfield's obviously has a a great voice and it looks pretty pretty good and healthy stuff. Yeah, that was good to see. It's always I it's always good to see him, you know, singing at this point. And uh, hopefully, we get more from. I want to keep things going. Uh, we got one more thing I want to touch upon before. Uh, we jump into trivia. And, boys, I, I'm just going to let you know. I don't know if you noticed in the tweet I sent out today, but there's a plot twist. There's a yeah, plot twist coming your way. So, uh, <laughs> we, you know, we'll get to that in a moment. Mike says, Mustaine forever. Ooh, I wrote all the songs. <laughs> ah! um, so, uh, Rob, you had mentioned to me, uh, we had a little back and forth on Twitter, and you had mentioned to me, um, you know, a couple of good Metallica books that you read. That would be yeah, cool man. if anybody has any uh, uh, cool books out there. Um, right. I, I, I've, re I've read a handful of them. I know there's a lot out there, so I know there's definitely some that I missed. What were the couple books that you had, Rob? So this is one, Enter Night by, by Mick Wall. It's a pretty comprehensive biography from the beginning. Um, yeah. This one's real good on the early years. Um, you know, kind of covers – you know, the album, the songs in detail, you know, he, he's, uh, he's not a homer when it comes to like some of the, like the albums and sort of talking about like the, the weaknesses and what was good about them and what kind of really wasn't, you know, he's a little harsh on that, but some of the stuff he said kind of, you know, I, I don't want to say it was harsh on death magnetic, but you know, one thing he said about that album was, you know, like I listened to it and it sounded good, but there wasn't like one song that just kind of was like, Oh my God, man. Like that's really fucking, you know, yeah. Like awesome. Like for me with Hardwired, um, like when I first heard Spit Out the Bone, I was like, like, damn, like this this sounds like you know, like their old shit. Like, you know, this could have been on Kill 'em All, but not, you know, not produced as well and the vocals being a little more raw. Um, some of the history yeah. stuff in that was really good. Um one one thing I that uh this book pointed out that I never really so the whole like kind of load reload thing with them cutting their hair and the makeup and all that stuff, you know. And I never realized exactly why they did that until I read this book. But, um, you know, basically, you know, grunge was on the upswing. And then, 
you know, I mean, Kurt Cobain died, but you know, the um, if you think about some of like the big metal bands during that time, like Iron Maiden, Kiss, Judas Priest, like you know, like they all pretty much took a big shit during that time. Like metal just really wasn't like, kind of cooling in, and them sort of revamping their image was kind of like a whole thing to try to make them stay and and be relevant. And I think the feeling overall, especially from James now, is that they kind of ever did that. I think they underestimated themselves, man, because the Black Album really like exploded them into superstars, but they were kind of worried about yeah. way after that. So, well, I think I, I, I think the image was sort of, um, you know, part of it was to just change things up and mix things up and change with the times for sure. Because at that point, I think like a bunch of, uh, you know, yeah, like long-haired like, metalheads were just sort of yeah. It, it, not it, involved, it the only two that really made it were Bon Jovi and Def Leppard, and they, you know, like cut their hair and cut out the yeah. shoulder pads and, and but I think grew goatees and, and started doing power ballads instead of rock songs, like you, you like you know. So it, it, that that's a good book um, about the history of them, and then this one, which I just reread, you know, maybe a month or so ago, all, you know, not too long before I actually started talking, to you guys. So this one is about Cliff Cliff Burton. So. It's a Cliff Burton biography, basically, but it does kind of continue from, you know, sort of the rest of Metallica's history. So for those um, of you who are listening to this on the podcast the next day, it's To Live Is To Die is the name of it. To Live Is To Die by Joel McGuire. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's that's a Cliff Burton. It's, it's a Cliff Burton biography, and then it does kind of continue um, in the years after that. And, uh, yeah, and, and the other book goes a lot into the dynamics about – you know why Jason laughed and why they were picking right. on right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That band name that he started that neither one of us could remember last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think right, well, I you think want to treat you for that, Ralph. Is that what I heard? <laughs> <laughs> well, the uh, the book I chose, I think, goes under the radar a lot, and it's uh, Metallica. This monster lives by Joe Berlinger, and um, it That's basically monster, right. Yeah, it's from. Um, yeah. Joe Berlinger was one of the co-directors of some kind of monster. And the whole book is gives you a behind the scenes look at the, the making of the movie. And it goes into the, nice. the whole recording process and turmoil. And for people who are interested in that era of Metallica, I think especially um, uh, those of you who uh, are into St. Anger um, it, it, or, or maybe not even into St. Anger, but I think it gives it, it helps give you more understanding of where the band was and where they're coming from. If you listen to the album, watch the movie, and read the book, if you want to become that invested, I think it gives you a full picture of where they were at at that time. And I'm going to add a, a man to the stream right now, Mr. Hey. Richard. Hey. Surprise! <laughs> I, we were talking about Saint Anger, so I figured I would bring you <laughs> on board, Richard. Couldn't help um, myself. If you say Saint Anger three times in a row, I just like. <laughs> yeah, you know. it and me. I see you have a book in your hand, uh, Richard. So I'll let you go. Then, if Ralph, if you have one you want to throw out there, um, sure. Uh, There's um we'll Sound of now. the Beast by Ian Christ, I believe, who has a very uh, uh, godly name. It's not strictly about Metallica, but um, they are kind of uh, one of the big centerpieces. So it's like, yeah, the history of metal from the beginning to like 2006. But it's really cool because he approaches it in a completely different way to like how 
I've read um, from anyone else, especially like yeah. these days when you look at the history of metal. Um, the way he tells it is like a bit more personal, and um, he brings up a lot of bands that aren't as like high profile these days, but you know were very yeah. important back in the day. So it's good shit and cool cover arts. Satan! <laughs> Barry, I see you in the chat. What's up? Thanks for joining us. If you're watching, join the live chat. Be part of the show. Um, we're talking right now some Metallica book uh, recommendation. Mike says, I have that book, Richard. Still mm. haven't read it, but I do have it. You haven't read it's it yet because you can't read, Mike. Be honest. <laughs> Ralph, you got a book for us that you can sure. recommend? Sure. I have a couple. Well, I wrote down like a whole Sweet. bunch, but I have some actually here with me. So there's this one. If I can get it up into the screen. It is Metallica Back to the Front. Oh, yeah. Ooh. So we all go. Ooh. <laughs> that is an officially sanctioned Metallica book too. Yeah. So cool. Uh, lots of cool pictures in there. Uh, it's all about the Master of Puppets, the making of it, the tour, all that kind of stuff. Ooh. Um, it's very good. Lots of awesome pictures in it too. In case you can't read, like you said. Um, yeah, and then Mike, that's perfect for you. <laughs> there's another one by a guy that takes a lot of pictures of him uh, Ross Halfin. Yeah, this is the ultimate Metallica photographs by Ross Halfin. nice if you follow Ross Halfin on uh, like Instagram and stuff he's always posting um, really cool pictures from his uh of various bands and he has tons of Metallica ones. So at least once a week, you see really cool um, Metallica ones from different eras of the band. Um, I love his work. So yeah, that's a really awesome uh, selection. I'll give you, I'll give you a bio since we had a Cliff Burton bio. There's also a James Hetfield bio. Uh, it's called, so let it be written. And it's by Mark Eglinton. Ooh. Nice. I've, I've seen that one. I've not read it yet. It's worth it though. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. It's got a picture of uh Hetfield from like Black Album Days on stage. Yeah. I remember seeing it. Um, but like I said, I haven't read it yet. I'll have to check it out uh for sure. Um, all right, mm -hmm. thanks for bringing those recommendations. I want to keep things moving because I, I know we're running out of time. We got trivia. Uh right before we start, I have a little bit of bad news. Um, next week is going to be the final welcome home quarantine. Um, we are I feel like People are slowly coming out of their quarantine caves. Um, I go back to work in a couple weeks. Um, I wasn't even sure if uh, this was um, – if Metallica money was going to happen today because the announcement was later than normal. So I was like, I don't know if this will be the last one. Next week will be the last one. Uh, but I, I promise you this. There will be uh, more monthly Metallica content than you're used to coming your way. Um, and I will hopefully have – a couple big announcements next Monday. So while we are ending the weekly stream, I'm hoping to have one or two big announcements for everybody um, about what's coming up in the coming weeks and or months. So uh, don't hold me to that. I got to work a few things out, but um, uh, oh, <laughs> hopefully I will have those announcements oh. for you. And um, all right, we're going to do trivia. So the surprise, boys, is... Richard never got his rematch. So, 
we are going to have a three-way because who doesn't like a threesome, right? So, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, I got I got one real quick suggestion. Yes, I feel like you should be able to answer the question as fast as you can. Not wait till you're done talking because one last week the, the run of the hills I I knew that and, and and I didn't say anything. I was waiting for you to finish. I did it myself a few times. I know I did it with one of the song lyric ones. So you know, if you say the and I go. Sanity, you know, like <laughs> so. Here's here's what we're going to do. We're we're going to structure a little bit differently this week. Um, I'm a fan of organized chaos, but I don't want to get too chaotic with three of you. And I know that there are some uh, possible connection issues, Richard, pos- or possible connection issues, Ralph. Funny how the losers have connection issues. So to make it fair for everybody, yeah. So to make it fair for everybody, here's how we're going to structure it. Uh, for the sake of time, I'm going to ask Ralph three questions. Then I'm going to ask okay. Richard three questions. Then I'm going to ask Rob, the reigning champion, three questions. I like it. If, right. uh, if at the end of that there is a tie, whether it's a two-way tie or a three-way tie, then we will go into a rapid-fire round where you call out cool. answers. Cool. All right, I like it. But I feel like that's a little bit more fair of a way to to handle it. So uh, I'll just go in the order that you're on my screen. The reigning champion Rob will go last. So we'll we'll start with Ralph. All so, right. And I, I I don't have these questions planned out. I just am gonna read them in the random order that they're in. So you might get easy ones, you might get hard ones, you might get in between ones. It's the luck of the drawer. So Ralph, your first question. Former bassist Jason Newstead quit the band in which year? Uh, 2000. That is incorrect. It was 2001. <laughs> what song is this lyric from? End of Passion Play, Crumbling Away, I'm Your Source of Self-Destruction. Master of Puppets. I, I had a feeling you were going to get that one, Ralph. <laughs> what song is this lyric from? Crawl from the Wreckage One More Time. Uh, my apocalypse. That is incorrect. Ah, shit, so nope. yeah, all right. nightmare long. So yep. Ralph, with one correct answer, uh, we'll see how Richard does, and then we'll on to the reigning champion, Rob. Um, Richard, your first question. Ooh, I think you got an easy one to start off. Luck of the drawer. What song has these lyrics? So close, no matter how far, couldn't it be much more from the heart. Nothing else matters. That is correct. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, next one. The mechanics was later rewritten with a added bridge, different lyrics, and a new song title. What is it now known as for Metallica? The Four Horsemen. Ooh, that is correct. So we got two correct ones from uh, Richard. Now, let's see. Going to the next one. If you you're already beat Ralph, so you need this one to either reclaim your crown or to tie with Rob, depending on how he does. Oh, this one is right up your alley. Do I swear these were not planned? Uh, Richard, um, in 2004, Metallic released a documentary. What was it called? Some kind of monster. Oh, you lucked out with those. <laughs> you really lucked out with those. So, Richard, with all three correct, we're on to the reigning champion, Rob. Pressure's on, baby. 
Okay, let's see. Complete the lyrics. So you have to say the next line. Pay no mind to the distant thunder. Where is he? Where you under? Like I, I, I could say the tune. I don't even got the words. I heard wonder. What was the? Where you under? That sounds about right to me. <laughs> Give me half a point at least. I mean, I know I need to get them all right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, hold on. That it's the song's no curse. Name the song, and I will. You got the wonder. Name the song, and I'll give you partial credit. Oh, that's no leaf clover. All right, you get partial credit for that one. Um. Okay. Let's see. I oh, that one showed up last week, so I am gonna skip that one. I'm gonna want. I want to try to do new, new questions. Alec was on tour when Cliff Burton was killed in a tour bus accident. In what country did he die? Sweden. Yes. And your final question. What song mentions the character Captain Farrell? This I do not know. I was going I over <laughs> the Cork and Carey Mountains. Oh, that's all Captain Pharaoh. It is. That's not really the song, man. All right. Maybe it was misleading, you, though you should go. <laughs> it was hey, a hit single. You guys, you guys know that, that Hetfield fucked up the lyrics to that? Really? Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you listen oh, to me, it, let me think. The it's the whack for my 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 daddy O or yeah. something like that. that that's yeah, yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. I got it from one of the posts there. <laughs> it's supposed to be it's supposed to be wake for my daddy O, like wake, like he died. But the, uh, the um, Phil Lynott's accent right. was so bad that he thought he says whack. So the Why whack, whack for daddy O, like it, uh, it makes no fucking sense at all. It's supposed to. It's actually wake in the original song. Yeah. So hmm. Rob, that could be worth like I'm one a, and a half points. Rob, <laughs> no, I'm kidding, man. Rob, I'll give you, I'll give you um, one that I don't think you're going to get right. All right. Only because you're the reigning champion, and we'll make things interesting. The title of Metallica's Injustice Fall album was inspired by what? Oh my god. Because I don't want any excuses. I don't I want lost my Hey, I lost my connection for like a minute. Everything all right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Do you hear all me? Right. Did you hear the question? No, I did not. I, I lost the guy. The title. Right, I'll repeat circle, it. The title. Boxes. The title of Metallica's Injustice for All album was inspired by what? The movie Injustice for All with Al Pacino. Ooh, I didn't think you were going to get that. <laughs> Lot yeah. of smoke moves, man. Ten Commandments, Creeping Death. You know, I knew all the questions that were not asked of me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I it's also different when you're on the spot too. Like I know, yeah. When I get when I get asked a question, sometimes I'm like, oh, like a deer in headlights, and then <laughs> I listen guys, back and I'm like, you guys ever watch Johnny's Got a Gun, the the movie that one's based on? Yeah, yeah it's great. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I read the book too. The book, is, the book's my favorite book. I think. Yeah, um, I think. I think. I think Richard won, but if Richard's willing to do a tiebreaker, 
We'll do a tiebreaker. I mean, if, yeah. if, if yeah. we're if we're gonna make this like a three way thing, then you know, let, let's do it again next week for the ultimate champion. If this is the last week, cool. <laughs> the last week. Um, so I'm going to wait. Do you guys want to do this next week? Yeah, sure. I'm done. All right. So here's I mean, what I'm, I'm, doing. I'm declaring. I think it's the right thing to do is to declare Richard the new champion, the two time champion. But he will put. Rob, you will get your rematch. Right. Ralph, you will get one more chance at glory. Richard, will you retire? Welcome home quarantine as heavyweight champion of the world. We will have <laughs> our next three-way. And maybe, maybe there'll be another plot twist. Maybe, Ooh. just maybe, I'll find a fourth man. Dun, dun, dun. One idea would be that you know, and and you would we would need to make sure we had enough time for this. But you know, ask us all the same questions, and we got to like jot it down and hold it up simultaneously, or something like that. You know, <laughs> that, that would that would be a, that would be the the true challenge instead of uh, you know softball cricket pitches like Richard got here. So. The uh, from Metallica's Black Album was based on what childhood character that comes to visit you while you're sleeping. Like, I mean, like, come on. Man. What I'm was the guy, guy, man. What was the 1991 Metallica album that sold over 10 million copies worldwide? Well, the technical name is Metallica, but nobody called him that. All right, boys. Let's is, enjoy that, it, is, that, is that Mr. Mustaine? Ooh, ah. All right, the Rob, Rob, Hey, we don't, we don't have more bullshit. It's Rob, so let's go through the show. Thanks, guys. I had a blast. We'll see you next Rob, week. Catch right? you next week. So, the final on next week. The, the final countdown. Cheers, guys. Enjoy the show. See you next week. Richard, see you next week. Cheers. Good job, Richard. Good two night champion. Good morning. Good morning. Good night. <laughs> All right. All until next above. week, ladies and gentlemen. Little up your ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raise your head, you wonder.